Studios, please start your archive recording. Stations, if you encounter technical issues during the broadcast, please call the Georgia Tech Studio Hotline at 336-831-0821. Coming up on 30 seconds until airtime. Mark, 30 seconds until airtime. Stations, your final time cue will be with 15 seconds until airtime. Mark, 15 seconds until airtime. Once again, stations, if you encounter technical issues during the broadcast, please call the Georgia Tech Studio Hotline at 336-831-0821. It's Wednesday night in Atlanta, and that means it's time to talk Yellow Jacket football. Welcome to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. GT60 is brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Drive sober or get pulled over by Coca-Cola. No matter what your favorite game day food, it'll pair perfectly with a Coke. Together, taste better. And by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Visit us at georgiapower.com slash community power on georgia now let's join your host the voice of the yellow jackets andy demetra and we welcome you in on this wednesday night time to talk tech football here on gt60 and this weekend the jackets take their shot at the top georgia tech versus number one clemson and on the weekend where georgia tech recognizes the anniversary of its 1990 national championship team they'll look for their first win over a number one team since that epic victory over Virginia in the 1990 season. Jackets and Tigers, Tommy Slather for just past noon at Bobby Dodd, and a lot to discuss between now and then. Can't wait to do it with you tonight on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College and streaming on the brand-new Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets app. I'm your host, Andy Demetra, and without further ado, let's welcome in the head coach of your Yellow Jackets fresh off that Friday night win over Louisville. Jeff Collins, Coach, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Any hour that I get to spend with Andy Demetra is a great time. Dripping with sarcasm, quite a way to begin <laughs> the show. Um, you know, we, we, we talked last week about the backdrop, how gorgeous it looks yep. on a Friday night. The only thing that made it look better was that backdrop plus the scoreboard. 46-27 over yep. Louisville. You erased a 21-7 deficit, scored touchdowns on five of your last six drives, and that might have been the best stretch of offensive football we've seen from your team since you took over. What, what led to that turnaround where you outscored the Cardinals 32-6 in the second half? Yeah, all that sounds great. You know, the, the effort, the, the commitment the guys have put into. Uh, I thought Dave Patnode and the rest of our offense staff had a great plan. They stuck with it. Uh, you know, Louisville was doing some unique things, made some adjustments, um, and, you know, really got it clicking, uh, you know, late in the first half and then continued to do that uh, all throughout the second half to finish the game out the right way. Five for five, uh, scoring in the red zone, zero turnovers uh, by our offense, and then our defense uh, and special teams gained three turnovers, and that was a huge part, a uh, huge stat in the game. Yeah, you talked about finishing drives, like you said, five for five in red zone touchdowns, and then keeping it a clean game. Didn't commit a turnover, plus three with three yep. fumble recoveries, plus 19 in points off turnovers, final margin, plus 19. Yep. Sometimes football is a simple game, isn't it's it? It's amazing how it works. <laughs> Jeff Sims earned ACC Rookie of the Week for his performance, second time he's taken home that honor this year. What was the biggest thing that Jeff took from the Syracuse game that helped him versus Louisville, besides, of course, the ball security. Sure, yeah, and the biggest thing is just, 
young guys getting used to our offense, the the tempo that we play with. There's certain times that we want to go super fastball, and it's right away when he's ready for the ball, we take it, snap it, get the play going. There's other times that we need to ID the mic, we need to check rotation, we need to take the play uh, to the three or or to the to the G to the bubble, um, and understanding the difference in those those you know type of rhythms that we get into in the game um, that hurt us a little bit uh, two games ago. And I had some procedural things, you know, Dave Patnode and the rest of the offensive staff and our, our team cleaned those things up throughout the bye week. And I'm just really happy to see us clicking on all of those pieces. Uh, we've been moving the ball really, really well. Um, but at times early in the season, we were hurting ourselves um, with just some simple things that, that we got cleaned up and hopefully continue to build on that momentum. Finishing those drives inside the red zone. How did you see specifically that execution improve where you could make five trips inside the Louisville 25 times you got touchdowns? Yeah, I mean, it's the execution. It's the mindset. Uh, we've preached it the entire time. And uh, just to see those things, you know, uh, uh, execute at such a high level is rewarding. And uh, hopefully it builds momentum and the guys continue to want to invest in the process and have the success that they had Friday night. Jeff was not the only Georgia Tech player who had a successful night throwing the ball. There was also Amari and Brown yep. on that reverse wide receiver pass from Amari into Jalen to get you on the board uh, in the waning seconds of the first half. How long did you have that play in your back pocket? I, I think we've practiced it every week since we've been here, and it was just the perfect time. It was the perfect hash uh, for us to run it. And uh, I think uh, Amari and A.B. has, a, I think, his passer rating is well above 500 right now. And uh, what, what a great competitor, uh, a great kid. So lucky that we have him in our program. Uh, one of the toughest kids, obviously, wears a single digit for us. And I'm uh, just proud of the way he affects the game, uh, running the ball, uh, run after catch, catching, taking the top off of coverage, and then blocking downfield on uh, Jameer's big screen pass mm -hmm. into the second half. A.B. had one of the clutch plays, making a great decision to scrape paint on one of the blocks to get another uh, 18 to 20 yards on the play. And those kind of unselfish acts, we reward those all the time. Yeah, that was the play that set up that drive yep. as you went tempo at the end of the half. Was that play always designed for A.B. to throw it, or were the other wide receivers lobbying to, to have those honors? No, it was A.B. A.B. the whole way. A.B.'s done it every single time. Very nice. Yep. Well, he showed the fruits of that preparation and certainly helped a complete effort and the comeback from 14 points down. By the way, the last time Georgia Tech had overcome a deficit of 14 or more points to win an ACC game, was 1998. So wow. you witnessed something that hadn't been seen at Georgia Tech in a while. Uh, two decades, to yeah. be exact. We'll talk much more about the matchup versus the Cardinals and, of course, what's to come this weekend versus number one Clemson. And as always, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question tonight for both of our guests, we're not only joined by Jeff Collins, but in the second half hour, we'll be visited by your very fine defensive line yes. coach, Larry Knight. Good to have Coach Knight on the program. Questions for either of those guys, tweet him using the hashtag GT60. Yellow Jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics, Power on Georgia. We'll be back in a moment just underway here on GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating. <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining and an ice-cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. 
Today tastes like watching football is supposed to. And it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola. Together tastes better. Gold. It's not just our color. It's our commitment. It defines us. Drives us. It's our standard. And our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable. Forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech football. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from Inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799. with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Talking all things Yellow Jacket Athletics. To be a part of today's show, send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. This Saturday's game is presented by Earthlink. Earthlink, the official internet services partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. Visit earthlink.net to sign up for your service today and Saturday number one Clemson comes to town first time Georgia Tech will have hosted a number one ranked team since 1980 and Notre Dame and that game ended in a three all tie you were looking not for a tie coach but a win that would certainly echo through college football on Saturday and you're going to do it with Jameer Gibbs in the backfield once again another game with the rushing and yep. receiving touchdown for your freshman that receiving touchdown was on a third and goal from the 19 that put you guys ahead for good. You were telling me when we taped the TV show yesterday that Tashard Choice was yelling through the headset, that's a touchdown, that's a touchdown, when Dave Padno dialed up the play. Yeah. What made him so convinced, seeing what he saw of the Louisville defense, right. that this one was going to go for six? Yeah, I mean, he just knew it was wired. I mean, I can't even – I think it was immediately when Coach Padno <laughs> said the play call out loud, Tashard started screaming it, this is a touchdown, this is a touchdown. And we ran the verticals, and we hit uh, hit a Jameer on the delay. Um, they thought he was going to run to the flat or even run a wheel, and he ran an angle route and uh, popped it right into the end zone and then capped it off with a hurdle of one yes. of the Louisville players uh, into the end zone. And uh, just to, to hear Coach Choice's reaction, uh, confidence in the play call, <laughs> confidence in the player uh, is just is just inspiring. 
and uh, the the whole crowd went nuts, and our sideline went nuts. And uh, you know, it's nice when scheme and talent and players and execution and effort, all of those things come together at once. Uh, it was a pretty cool moment. And that was a rope thrown by Jeff Sims. Yep. He did not do it alone. Louisville came in fifth nationally in tackles for a yep. loss per game. They had nine on average coming in. You held them to two. The play of the offensive line in keeping a clean pocket and giving Jeff time to operate, that, that should not be overlooked from Friday. Ever. I, I don't think it should be overlooked what Brent Key uh, has done with this offensive line uh, in the last 18 months that we've been here. Um, you know, I think football people get it, what, what it's taken uh, from not only the development piece, the X's nose piece, the fundamentals, the technique, the recruiting, all of those things that have gone in uh, to developing what I think is one of the top overlines in the ACC. Um, just excited about that growth and that development and that buy-in uh, to him, our process, what we do schematically, fundamentally, technique-wise. Uh, it's really cool to see. Um, I don't want to jinx them by saying some of the awesome stats that they've been putting up uh, as an offensive line, so I'm not going to do that, but just, just really proud of their attention to detail, their demeanor, the process they go through uh, to be in an elite offensive line and seeing it pay off is really cool. And uh, earlier today, Mikey Minahan, your center, yeah. was named to the Remington Trophy uh, watch list. Might have made that first cutoff, so good to see Mikey, who had never started at center prior to the Florida State game, getting recognized for his work. We talk about the flashes that we seem to see every week from your freshmen, but you also can't be successful without some selflessness from your seniors. And I thought the play, in hindsight, that might have swung the game was on special teams. After you missed the extra point, still down 21-20, yep. that ensuing kickoff, Bruce Jordan swilling, pops yep. the ball loose from Hassan <laughs> Hall, the kick returner, recovers it a couple of plays later. Yep. Jeff Sims dances into the end zone. Bruce Jordan swilling, a guy who is part of your above-the-line list now yep. at running back, but the play that you saw from him and so many others to account for that win on Friday. Yeah, I mean, he's made an impact on special teams, covering kickoffs on the kickoff return unit. Uh, punt return unit, just really proud of who he is in this program right now. The maturity, how much he's developed uh, since we've been here. And, uh, you know, just plays like that everybody sees. But it's his day-to-day -day work ethic, how he comes to the building, how he approaches practice his selflessness uh, to help us on special teams. It, it's really special. And a couple of your seniors on defense as well earned your co-defensive players of the game, David Curry, yep. Jamin Brooks. We've talked about Jamin at length on GT60 this year. David's durability and dependability sometimes goes overlooked game to game, but what makes somebody like David Curry so valuable to a defense in ways that maybe fans don't yep. always see? Uh, I think it's, it goes back to process, the process he goes through from the time the game ends, his preparation, his recovery, his learning from his mistakes, then he goes through a process on Monday. He has a breakfast club where he comes in, he watches tape, studies the opponent, who can help us, who can hurt us, all of those things, learns the game plan, learns the opponent. He builds that resume throughout the week of his game plan, his film study. Uh, one of the coolest moments that happened in Tuesday's practice, I even said it in the press conference, Tuesday's practice, he took his reps. He played really hard, um, executing the defense at a high level versus the developmental squad. Then he would go 40 yards behind the defense, and while the next group of linebackers were going against the developmental group, he was standing there. He would look at the call from Coach Thack. He would see his alignment, see the formation, and go through the play. So he was investing his time in being an elite college linebacker all during the week.
and then he comes on Saturdays or even Friday nights, and he's balling out of control, looking like he knows the playbook, um, playing with ESPN or ESP or what the term is, and just making plays that look so instinctive. But he just studies so much tape. He knows where to go. He knows where they're going based on backfield depths, formations, alignments, tendencies by the offensive line, and then it pays off. And now other guys are seeing, hey, maybe if I just apply that process that David is doing, I can play at that high level too. And that's how you build a culture, and that's how you build a program uh, or moments like that that everybody sees. And then today at practice, it wasn't just David Curry there 40 yards behind. There was another eight to ten guys back there 40 yards seeing what he's seeing and those kind of moments of leadership are really cool. Strong example, something yep. you don't always see on the field, but it pays dividends, as I'm sure you saw last Friday versus Louisville, and look forward to seeing again Saturday versus Clemson. Hey, Yellow Jacket fans, McCamus Pavilion is a voting poll sign for this upcoming election for early voting October 22nd and 23rd, and for the general election on November 3rd. Make sure you're registered so you can buzz to the battle. We'll take another timeout. More GT60 after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Today's matchup, Scanna Energy partners up with Georgia Tech Football to take on your old natural gas provider. Just like how the Yellow Jackets swarm the field, Georgia residents will be eager to stiff-arm high prices and get real savings on natural gas. Visit ScannaEnergy.com to take it to the house, your house. Passing up on these rates would be a complete debacle. So make a winning call and dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit ScannaEnergy.com for great service and great rates this fall. Touchdown! Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating. <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining and an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to, and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola, together tastes better. Back with more after this timeout. You're listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. If you know college football history, then you know us. Heisman coached here. Megatron played here. 222 points in a game. They were scored here. And four national titles they were one here, all on the same field where we still play today. When you come to the flats of Atlanta, gold isn't just what you wear, it's who you are. We're more than an institute, we're a college football institution. Proud of our history, driven to make more. Welcome to where tradition meets innovation, where toe meets leather, where white meets gold. This is Georgia Tech football.
We're talking Georgia Tech athletics in this week's edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And we will get to one of our Twitter questions momentarily. First, though, football season is here. That means it's time to load up on the best snacks and some delicious ice-cold Coke for all your game day guests. Nothing tastes like everyone you love and everything you like coming together. Coca-Cola together tastes better. Andy Demetra, he's, of course, head coach Jeff Collins. Defensive line coach Larry Knight joins us in the second half hour. And coach from Twitter, Orange Frosted, wants to know, Will all future Georgia Tech-Louisville games be referred to as the Waffle House Bowl after Louisville's attempt to claim ownership of Waffle House affiliation? If so, is the trophy a gold to-go coffee cup? <laughs> uh, that, that, that's a great question. I think that uh, that social media post they had, uh, I thought it was it was uh, shows our brand strength uh, that that uh, the Waffle House, who was founded by Georgia Tech grads, the CEO is a Georgia Tech grad. Uh, everybody knows my love for Waffle House. I think I've got a frosty oh, beverage. Speak, speaking of that coffee, right cup, here, yeah. right now. Um, but you know, I, I, I thought it was I thought it was in good fun. Scott and I are really good friends. Um, but I just think it shows the power of our brand uh, here at Georgia Tech. Uh, after the game, I don't know. If, um, almost immediately after the game, they threw an errant pass. The ball came to me, and I celebrated for a little longer than I probably should have um, with the football in hand. And one of my young assistants came and handed me a Waffle House cup to take out to shake Scott's hand. But I chose uh, the classy move and handed it right back and then went and uh, hugged Scott because that's one of my buddies. Um, you know, his team played hard. Our guys played hard. And uh, getting a college football victory is very hard to do. And our guys earned it. And uh, but yeah, I think in the future, if we we do that, I'd be I'd be all on board. The Waffle House cups were getting toasted <laughs> abundantly on yeah. Friday in Midtown Atlanta. One of the big plays of the game happened early, and you wanted to discuss this. It was a sure. fake punt from Jerry Howard. We know Jerry has experience carrying the rock. Yeah. What did you see that made you believe this was the right call to make at the right time, and yeah. how that changed the early momentum in the game? Yeah, well, I mean, every Sunday, that's the first thing that I look for. Uh, me and Jeff Popovich, who coaches our punt team, uh, ways that we can exploit uh, teams in the, in the fake game. And we probably have three or four wired uh, each week, uh, depending on the hash, depending on the field position, all those kind of things. Fourth and three from the mid-40s was a go, and uh, it was wired. They're mostly a hold-up team. So we used the fake we've not used in a game before. We've practiced it a bunch. And I thought that was a huge momentum piece for us. It was the opening drive, get to fourth and three, you know, Friday night, downtown Atlanta, big-time environment. Let's go ahead and take our shot, as you said earlier. And I'm just proud of the way the guys executed that play so clean, drove them off the ball. Jerry got the first down, moved the chains. And just the excitement and the energy and the momentum that was built uh, was really cool. And now Jerry has a new teammate in the single-digit uniform category. Handed yep. that out to Antonius Clayton. He debuted at uh, the press conference after practice sure. today. We know about the the, the, the uh, how coveted those single-digit numbers yep. are, and you don't give those out lightly. Nope. So what compelled you to give Antonius a single-digit midway through the season, and has that ever happened before with you? Uh, it, it, I don't think it has happened. I'll have to go back, but I think most of them have been given out uh, during, or during preseason or even in the spring. Uh, but just everything that Antonius has gone through uh, just since he's been here, uh, having to sit out last year but still coming to work every single day, practicing at a high level, being a great teammate, being a great leader, 
uh, going through the offseason. We had the coronavirus and everything that goes into that and how he's gone through. And then he had an injury uh, that didn't let him play early in the season, and he fought through those things. Um, and just the toughness, the grit, the resilience, all the things that we value in this program, uh, being a tough guy and the way he played Friday night. Um, we've been keeping our catapult GPS numbers uh, for three and a half years now as an organization. It was the biggest effort score in the last three and a half years by a defensive end in our program, and we've had some really good defensive ends that have played for us, single-digit guys, tough guys, and he eclipsed all of those numbers from a pure effort score. He was all over the field. He was playing physical. He was playing tough, uh, all the things that we value. And uh, it just – it was on my heart. Some guys had mentioned it to me. And uh, we, we gave it to him, I think, Tuesday before practice. I just slid it in his locker and uh, didn't need a lot of fanfare uh, about it. And uh, he had earned it, and that's that's the best way to give give coveted numbers like yeah, that. Yeah, he, he knew immediately what it represented. Yep. I was joking with him after practice. The only downside is he got to change your social media handles because they all have his old number 11 in it. Yep. Uh, do, do you recall the teammates who approached you about uh, honoring him with a single yeah, digit? Yes, so two that stick out in my mind, uh, David Curry, Jerry Howard, um, approached me about him, and there were some others as well that stamped uh, that sentiment. So uh, j just really proud that the guys understand uh, what this culture is about, the values that we have, and teammates that are on this team that resemble the things that are positive about our program and our culture. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, before we cut you loose, we do want to talk about Clemson, number one in the nation, 4-0. Sure. Uh, things don't change with, with that program, it seems. And, and, of course, there will be a, a very precocious Cartersville, Georgia native taking center <laughs> stage on Saturday. And, of course, we're talking yeah. about Andrew Thacker. Trevor Lawrence as well, but Andrew Thacker, your defensive coordinator. You, li you like that, baby. I yeah. love that yeah, one. There we go. Yeah. 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 I, will I will use that one tomorrow, Larry. Check that yeah. one in the column for me. They don't okay. come often. Um, but, you know, Trevor Lawrence, you look back last year, and, and the second half of his season was far better than his first half. Yet, in that season opener last year, you held him to 13 of 23 passing. You picked him off twice, one of which was nearly a pick six by Trey right. Swilling. And that wound up being the second lowest passer rating he had in the season last year behind only the national championship game sure. versus LSU. When you evaluated the job your defense did in slowing down Trevor Lawrence, which doesn't happen often, what did you guys do well? Uh, I mean, it was it was a unique circumstance. They didn't really know what we were going mm -hmm. to be doing schematically. Um, but I actually, this morning at probably, I think it was 520, I turned that game on to watch it in, in its totality. I've got a group text uh, with the leaders in our program, the single digits and the older guys. And uh, I think it was at 540 this morning, I sent out a text to them, just the team that I'm watching from a year ago and the team that is playing right now is just light years different. <laughs> and I'm just so proud of them, the way they play, the way they compete, the growth that they've made in just a year in basically every category, culturally, developmentally, physically, mentally, the way they play the game, the way they understand our offense and defensive schemes. We've got a great team coming in here on Saturday. We understand that. They've got great players. They've got great coaches. Um, but we've just got to make sure we take care of our business, take care of our preparation, uh, execute our process at a high level. And then high noon on ABC, you know, let's go take our shot at a great, great football team uh, and play at a high level ourselves. You're going to take a swing. You might as well take a yep. swing at the top. Can't wait for it again. Tommy Slather, like Coach said, just 
just past noon. Can't wait to see you. And if you can't be there, make sure you're watching. If you're not watching, make sure you're listening on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Or if you're really smart, you're watching but muting the TV and listening to us and syncing it all up. So there you go. You are, your options are all covered. Coach, we appreciate it. We'll cut you loose. Thanks, Ian. All right, he's head coach Jeff Collins. Coming up on the other side of the break, defensive line coach Larry Knight joins us. This Saturday's game, by the way, is presented by Earthlink. Earthlink, the official Internet services partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. Visit earthlink.net to sign up for your service today. Back for more GT60 after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Even before the victory celebration is over, great teams are back at it the next day, working to get even better. The team at Ford understands how hard work and dedication pay off. Over the last 30 years, Ford Explorer has been America's best-selling SUV. In fact, all Ford SUVs like Explorer, Escape, and Edge are built for victory. Score a great offer today at your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on total cumulative OEM reported U.S. sales for all SUVs from calendar year 1990 through calendar year 2019. Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating. <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining and an ice-cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to, and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola, together tastes better. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The Ramblin' Wreck. Down over the shoulder. Makes the catch. Are ready to roll. Sims lobs it left side of the end zone. It is caught. Touchdown, Jackets. This is Yellow Jacket football. Unbelievable drama and unbelievable guts. Saturday, Georgia Tech takes on Clemson. Kickoff at noon with pregame coverage starting at 10 a.m. Right here on your home for the Yellow Jackets. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Talking all things Yellow Jacket Athletics. To be a part of today's show, send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Higher Regency Atlanta has rambling rates all season. Visit HigherRegencyAtlanta.com and use offer code GTech. Higher Regency Atlanta a preferred partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. It is GT60 on this Wednesday night, gearing you up for Tech and number one Clemson. Last time Georgia Tech knocked off a number one team, 1990 versus Virginia. You probably remember that game. The last time Georgia Tech beat a number one team at home was 1962 versus Bear Bryant 
and Alabama. So there you go. Some esteemed company that Georgia Tech strives to join this Saturday. And this man will be on the sidelines overseeing the defensive line in his second year as defensive line coach for the Jackets. Larry Knight, Coach, good to see you. Uh, thank you for having me. We wanted to make you feel at home if you're watching this on our Behind the Mic stream on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets app because we brought out the drip walk <laughs> backdrop from uh, the, the, the drip walk now, which has been instituted in lieu of Yellow Jacket Alley for social distancing reasons this year. Yep. And I understand you're kind of the, the, the drip doctor of the Georgia uh, Tech team. Yeah, I guess I'm the drip liaison, I guess. You know? <laughs> that sounds, that sounds like I should have known this conversation was about to happen. <laughs> well, you know, Wanya Thomas on the 404 Takeover TV show, we played something with him called Judge That Drip, okay. and he gave you a 10 out of 10. I appreciate that, Wanya. Yeah, that's my guy. There you he, go. Now, he tries to say um, that I don't have any drip, but I know he means the opposite. You know, but that's well, you know guy. how guys are. Oh yeah. So uh, holding the point—that is uh, one of the, the the phrases you hear when it comes to the interior of a defensive line. How have you seen your group grow over these first four games? Uh, it's been amazing um, to see—not even just over the first four games, but uh, where they started at when I uh, when I first stepped foot on campus to where they are now has been amazing. Uh, the but the, the the thing I've been the most impressed with is the care factor of those guys. They're, Everything I, I, I say, they try their best to execute it, you know, which, you know, as a coach, that makes you more proud than anything else. So uh, it's been very it's, – it's been cool to see. It really has. One of the players uh, on your defensive line, Jamin Brooks, co-defensive mm -hmm. player of the game along with uh, David Curry versus Louisville, a true walk-on success story. He was put on scholarship over the summer, but he hasn't forgotten his roots. How much have you seen him develop as a player since you started working with him? Yeah, I knew early on um, – what he had in the, uh, to bring to the table. I just He just needed to continue to practice and show it, and then I wanted to see if he could transition that into games. And once he got into the games and I saw what he was able to do, it just, it just grew from there. And I tell my guys, I don't care if you are a freshman, senior, sophomore, walk-on, it, do, it doesn't matter. If you're doing what your coach to do and you're doing it on a high level, you'll get your opportunity. And he was a prime example of that, and I think that that, was, that really gave validity uh, in my room uh, to what I was saying. We saw a lot of defensive guys roll in versus Louisville. Was that by design? Because you look at the play count when the game was over, 81 for Louisville, 56 for Tech, yet it didn't seem like Georgia Tech's defense was the one that, that looked physically taxed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the rotation. Yeah. yeah, yeah the, uh, Coach Collins does a great job with the, uh, the above-the-line culture here. So guys know if they're above the line, they, they're, they're going to touch the field. So uh, especially on the defensive front because you need fresh guys rolling in. You're wrestling with a 300-pound man, and then you're chasing a man that's way faster than you after you get done wrestling. You know, it's so, a good way of putting oh, it. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I did it. So, I, <laughs> but, um, so you have to be able to rotate in those fresh bodies and, and uh, be able to keep that energy up, especially once it hits the fourth quarter. So that's what we try to do. You know, every freshman in the room uh, plate, you know, and uh, all the other guys that were above the line played as well. So it was a it was a good rotation for us, and the result worked out. Yeah, Kilo Stone got his first action of the season. Uh, well, Kilo actually played a Florida State game. He got his first I tackle, know some, though, some did people he not? Some people missed it, but he did get his first okay. tackle uh, this game. Uh, I was excited about that because I tell them, we run to the ball. That's what's different about our defensive line. Now, I know a lot of guys run to the ball, but what I mean is I don't care if it's a 60-yard pass. You better be sprinting like you're going to catch him, you know, and – I tell them once you get there, somebody got to pay for it. You know what I mean? It needs to be somebody in the other color jersey, mm -hmm. but somebody got to pay for it, and that's what Kilo did a great job of. He sprinted all the way over to the other side of the field and tried to destroy somebody. So always, it was awesome. always <laughs> like when they absorb what you say. Uh, 
Quan Griffin has been part of that rotation as well. Mm -hmm. He's not as big or as tall as your typical defensive tackle in the ACC, but how does he use that frame to his advantage? He's quick. Uh, that's, he has elite quickness, and that's that's what that's what helps him more than anything else. And uh, he knows how to use what we call his built-in leverage, you know, and uh, he gets up underneath guys, and he is just as strong as any lineman we have on his team. That's the most underrated part about him is his strength. Kind of so. like uh, just a, a fire hydrant type of guy that mm -hmm. can hold the point and come underneath blocks. That's right. How much did he, and how long did he lord over the fact that he had a touchdown before Jemias did? Oh, man, I don't really know, but he, he – I. I never heard the end of it that week because oh gosh. me and he – so he had a couple of issues that week between me and him as far as the football side of things where I wasn't happy with some things. Mm -hmm. So he, he got those things fixed, you know, and then he was able to make plays because of it. So he, you know, it just took off from there. So that was going into the Miami game. Oh, yeah. Oh and yeah. then that first series – Pounced on it yep. after uh, who was it? And, Demetrius and, Knight came in yep. on the sack, and then it just uh, it just went on from there. Absolutely, <laughs> talking with defensive line coach Larry Knight here on GT60. If you got a question for Coach Knight, drop him in on Twitter. Just use the hashtag GT60. Foco is now the official on-field mask provider for your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. To get your official on-field mask today, visit foco.com. That's F-O-C-O. Com. Back for more GT60 after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Sir, you are now being placed on arrest for driving under an influence. What does that mean? That means you've earned a night in the Gray Bar Motel. During your stay, you'll be photographed, fingerprinted, and given a stylish jumpsuit. And each room has an in-suite bathroom. Is all this free? Oh, no. Fines, court costs, and legal bills could add up to $10,000 or more. Save your money for a real hotel. Drive sober, or we will pull you over. This message brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Make your wallet buzzworthy with a Georgia Tech Visa debit card from Georgia United Credit Union. Now you can support tech everywhere you go and spend. And every time you use your card, you'll be supporting Georgia Tech student-athletes. Georgia United makes banking easy with advanced digital banking features. Check out Georgia United's checking account with no monthly service fee and ability to earn interest and show your jacket pride. United, we fan. Visit gucu.org slash gojackets. Insured by NCUA, Georgia United, the official debit card of Georgia Tech Athletics. Back with more after this timeout. You're listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Let me tell you about Georgia Tech. On this campus, you'll find beauty, prestige, innovation. But one thing you won't find is a shortcut. That's how we like it. Because on this campus, we aren't afraid of a challenge. And on game day, we darn sure aren't afraid of a fight. You see, gold reflects. And here, it reflects us all. Toughness, tenacity, pride, passion. Those values bond us. They've made us an institute without equal. When you see the white and gold, you know what we stand for. If you're an opponent, you know what you're in for. Welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to Georgia Tech Football.
We're talking Georgia Tech athletics in this week's edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. No matter your favorite game day food, it'll pair perfectly with a Coke. Together, taste better. And we'll be with you together at Bobby Dodd this Saturday. Tommy Slether, 12 o'clock between your Yellow Jackets and number one Clemson Tigers. Continuing the conversation with defensive line coach Larry Knight. And in addition to the D-line coach, you also serve as Tech's defensive recruiting coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about your recruiting journey as a player. You're, you're an Augusta native. Yep. You played at Central Michigan, all-MAC defensive end. How'd you get from Augusta to Mount Pleasant, Michigan? There's got to be a story there. I was skinny, man. <laughs> well, there you go. I was a 200-pound uh, defensive end. And, you know, I would list myself at 220. And, you know, coaches would show up. Back then it was uh, VHS, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ain't that old, but it, it was VHS. And I would look way bigger on film than what I really was. And I wore, like, the little cowboy collar, so I looked huge. And they would show up at the school to see me and – didn't kind of match the profile, so a lot of guys fell off. And one day, oh, Joe Dana, who's actually coaching the NFL now, Joe Dana shows up at my school and never mentions my weight, not once. You know what I'm saying? He, they like what they saw on film, and it kind of took off from there. You know, I had a couple of offers and, you know, made a decision from there when I went to take the visit. I froze half to death, but it just felt right when I got around my teammates. You know, they had a lot of Georgia kids on the team so in Florida. So, I got up there, it just felt right, you know, and never looked back, won three championships. <laughs> so uh, great. Did, did you overlap with Antonio Brown? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was there the entire time Antonio was there. Wow. Yeah, great teammate. Yeah, you you knew early what the NFL would soon know. Oh, yeah. yeah. And don't let don't let people fool you. That, that dude is a great teammate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know what the perception may be now, but like, I had a great experience playing with Antonio. You know, he made, he made big plays for us. It's a great teammate, always bought energy. And then when I ran into him a few years back, I was in Houston um, Super Bowl weekend. That was the last time I was able to see him. And it was all love like I like we were still on the team together, you know, so I got a lot of love for Antonio. Your senior year at Central Michigan was 2009, correct? Correct. So uh, by my research, you overlapped one year with Eric Fisher. Fish and J.J. Watt. That's another really? one people don't know about. J.J. was a tight end. J.J. Watt, Eric Fisher, Antonio Brown, Larry Knight. All on the same. In no particular order. Frank Zombo, Super Bowl champion. Josh Gordy, Super Bowl champion. Uh, We were all in. Then, of course, Dan the Man, Dan LaFevre, who got drafted with Antonio as well. We were loaded. So Eric Fisher grew into the number one overall pick. He's Mm -hmm. a teammate of Harrison Butker now in in Kansas City. So you were the defensive end as a senior. He was a freshman. Yeah, he was uh, young. uh, Offensive tackle. I know guys blossom at different times, Mm -hmm. but did you have a sense even – that freshman year, yeah, this guy's going to be a dude. I knew he was going to be good. I did not know he was going to be number one good. No, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he was really young. Like, I think I was three years ahead of, of, ahead of Fish. You know, mm-hmm. so I didn't know he was going to be that good. Uh, Antonio, you always knew. Dan the man, you always knew. But it was some of those younger guys that are in the NFL now that you didn't really know how good. Fish being one of those. Jalil Adai being another one. He was a young guy. He's still playing now, too. You know, he's playing for the Chargers. And you just didn't know. And they just took off, man. What about J.J. Watt as a tight end? I, 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 I'm fascinated <laughs> by this. He was good. But we had a guy named Brian Anderson who uh, was, at the time, the receptions leader uh, in the NCAA. Most consecutive games with a catch. He was our leading receiver. Then it was Antonio. And then our quarterback was a 3,000-yard passer and a 1,000-yard rusher. So 
J.J. kind of was the next option after all of that, you know, so he wasn't getting as many touches as he wanted. You know, but he was good, man. And I knew early on he was going to be good. Again, I didn't know he was going to be defensive player of the year good. Obviously, he was a tight end at the time. Mm-hmm. But I knew, like, man, when this dude get a couple off seasons and all that, he's going to be the truth. You know, so I knew. <laughs> so being uh, an undervalued prospect, uh, as the defensive recruiting coordinator yourself now, does that give you a keenness on – guys who might be overlooked who might be undervalued has that helped you in your role as a, as a defensive recruiting coordinator yeah absolutely um what it makes me do is i watch the film without reading anything you know so because i don't want to hear and see other people's opinion uh, of a player i like to just raw footage watch that guy put my evaluation down and then we'll see what all what everybody else got to say after that you know what i mean i don't care about stars and all that a lot of coaches that say they don't care but they do you know but i like to see all of that before i make any type of decisions i mean i like to see the film before i see all of that and make any type of decisions you know so it makes you approach prospects with an open mind it does as it somebody does. who benefited from having an open-minded yep recruitment yep. in Augusta, Georgia. It Very worked nice. out for me. Yeah, it worked out for and me. And we would be remiss before we go to break. This man, degree in entrepreneurship <laughs> and marketing yeah. from Central Michigan yeah. University. Yeah. A much yeah. more esteemed diploma, I might add, than broadcast journalism in Spanish like mine. Okay, Fire up chips. There we go. <laughs> Had to slip that in, understandably so. Larry Knight, our guest here for the second half hour on GT60. If you have a question for him, very simple. Tweet it using the hashtag GT60. We'll be back after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Today tastes like game day at home. Like assigned couch seating. <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining. And an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to. And it never tasted this good. Tastes better. Even before the victory celebration is over, great teams are back at it the next day, working to get even better. The team at Ford understands how hard work and dedication pay off. Over the last 30 years, Ford Explorer has been America's best-selling SUV. In fact, all Ford SUVs like Explorer, Escape, and Edge are built for victory. Score a great offer today at your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on total cumulative OEM reported U.S. sales for all SUVs from calendar year 1990 through calendar year 2019. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. Follow the yellow. 
Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from Inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799. GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Talking all things Yellow Jacket Athletics. To be a part of today's show, send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Don't forget we'll be on the air Saturday with pregame starting at 10 a.m. Tommy's Leather just past noon between your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets and the Clemson Tigers. Georgia Tech after that inspired second half versus Louisville back at it at home against the number one team in the nation. It's GT60 on this Wednesday night. Andy Demetra joined by defensive line coach Larry Knight. Uh, you joined Coach Collins' staff at Temple beginning in 2017 as a quality control assistant on the defense. How'd you first link up with Coach Collins? Coaching is such a relationship business. Yeah, uh, you know, I was at uh, Georgia State uh, prior, and I, I had a, a good friend of mine that knew about a position that they were looking for someone there, and uh, he basically got me connected with them that way. And I, I didn't know Collins before that. Mm -hmm. We had crossed paths. I was at Tennessee when he was at Florida, so uh, we crossed paths then. But, you know, unbeknownst to us at the time. Yeah, ships, <laughs> ships passing in the night. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And went up there and it just it just kind of took off from there from the interview process on it was you know he i got offered the job the same day and you know went there and did everything he asked and it just kind of took off from there it was like it was a great fit from day one i, I kind of knew that i knew right away i had made the right decision mm -hmm. and know? collins obviously made the right decision as well uh, a defensive tackles impact isn't always accurately measured mm -hmm. in tackles or TFLs or, or QB hurries, they're important, but mm -hmm. they don't tell the whole story about what makes an effective play for a defensive tackle. I I'm curious, what other metrics or, or categories do you use in grading out your D tackles? Effort is number one. You know, how hard are you playing? That's the first thing I'm looking at. Uh, how hard are you playing? All right, uh, that's first. Accountability is next, which is basically do your job, period. It may not be the fun job. You may not get the recognition for it, but do it because it, the defensive tackles are the first group to affect the rest of the defense, you know. So, And then the third one is uh, definitely technique. I'm grading how well uh, your technique fits within what we're trying to get done. You know, so those are those are the main three things that we're looking for when I'm grading film plus minuses and all that stuff. Individually, another guy that we've seen get a lot of snaps, much more so than last year, was Daquan Dows. Do say. Yes, blocked yeah. the extra point against Syracuse. Yeah. So uh, certainly contributing to special teams on top of the defensive line. How has he developed, and what does he bring to the group that, that betters the D-line? Uh, well, first off, he's a great young man. I mean, you're talking about some, someone that – it, uh, whatever you tell him to do, he's going to do it to the best of his ability. He's going to keep his mouth shut, keep his head down, and work. That's what he does. And you, when he has success on the field, it's because he's what he does at practice. I put him in on all of those field goal blocks because he's always blocking them at practice. You know, so he's that type of guy. He's going to practice a certain way, and then he's going to perform the way that he practices, and he's going to 
continuously work at whatever it is. No matter what the task is, what you give him to do, yes, sir, keep it moving. He's going to keep working. So I enjoy coaching him. Richard, freshman from Savannah, Georgia. I imagine coaching the defensive line also lends some perspective on the growth you've seen from the offensive line. Yeah, yeah. So give us your, your perspective on that and the gains that the offensive line has made since the beginning of last season. That's been my favorite part. Really? You know, I'm a line guy, man. You know, don't get me wrong. I love all the skill guys, this, that, and other. But it started up front. It started end up front. And to see what Brent is doing with those guys, that's, that's been now that's been fun to watch. Because you talk about some battles at practice, you know, with Jimin and Hoss, and then you got uh, TK Lockhart uh, going at it with the four, you know, Minahan, Queenie, Big Jordan stepping in and, and doing what he's doing this early as a freshman. I mean, man, it, it's big time. They, they don't do anything to get better. It's going to get better and better. I hope people who are watching this in the Behind the Mic stream just saw how much your eyes lit up yeah, man, talking I, about those battles and yeah, practice. Yeah, that, that's my favorite part, man. Mm -hmm. Like We go at it. We go at it. Me and Brent go at it. Marco and, and <laughs> Brent go at it. And then it's all love at the end. And then we do the same thing the next day, man. We, we had Brent Key on GT60 last week. I didn't have time to ask Brent this question, but I will ask you. Brent Key blocking versus Larry Knight rushing right now, who wins that? Oh, it's me right now. Yeah, absolutely. Have you have your guys ever goaded you into those position battles oh, with yeah. coaches? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they do that, and then they want to see your highlights. They look you up, uh, your old pictures of when you played and what you look like and what you – they found my Facebook one time, man. That's so, not good. Yeah, they – what was you wearing? I was like, man, that's what was in. Y'all trying to copy it now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, But, yeah, oh, absolutely. That's what they do. Okay. That's what they do. Hey, you got to have some camaraderie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and I know Brent going to be mad at me for that, but I, I know he don't expect me to say him. I don't expect him to say that I will win, like, you know, <laughs> but I would. I, I hate to see that. <laughs> Might have to put that up on the Behind the Mic video stream. <laughs> we'll take another time out, have our Coca-Cola ACC refresher, and, of course, wrap things up with defensive line coach Larry Knight in just a moment. Stay with us, Jacket fans, on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. You can do all your banking from the comfort of your home. With SunTrust Advantage Checking, you can get everything you need through our innovative mobile app. Set up balance alerts, transfer money, make deposits, pay bills, or send and receive money with Zelle. Because we believe, now more than ever, banking should be secure and convenient. Go to suntrust.com advantage to open an account today. Terms and conditions apply. SunTrust, now truest. Member FDIC. It's back, the return of the prestigious Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, honoring college sports excellence across all competitive divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow along with L Directors' Cup on Twitter or online to see which schools will be taking home a first-place trophy in June for their season-long success. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, a premier institutional award jointly launched in 1993 by USA Today and NACTA. Back with more after this timeout. You're listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Atlanta, home of clout, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. But it's not enough to represent a city. 
You have to reflect it. And our story is Atlanta's story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it. A place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger. With a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta. And what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football. This is GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For a look around the ACC, let's rejoin Andy Demetra for this week's ACC Refresher, brought to you by Coca-Cola. Together tastes better. Of course, Georgia Tech and Clemson kicks off your college football Saturday at noon. We'll be on the air with pregame at 10. Rest of the action in the ACC. Pitt travels to Miami. Syracuse steps out of conference. They play host to Liberty. Louisville heads to Notre Dame. Duke is at NC State. North Carolina goes to Florida State. And finally, it's Virginia at Wake Forest. Boston College versus Virginia Tech. Football season is here. That means it's time to load up on the best snacks and some delicious ice-cold Coke for all your game day guests. Nothing tastes like everyone you love and everything you like coming together. Coca-Cola together tastes better. Winding down this Wednesday night and GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Andy Demetra joined by defensive line coach Larry Knight. Didn't have a chance to visit with you last year on GT60, so I'm glad we could do this. Thanks for stopping yes, by. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, enjoy sharing your story and some of those battles you had with Antonio Brown and yeah, oh Eric yeah. Fisher and J.J. Watt, among other luminaries like yeah. yourself from Central Michigan back in the day. I, I'm curious because you and, and Marco kind of share supervision of the entire defensive line. Mm-hmm. How, how much coordination goes on between you and Marco when it comes to game planning, scheming versus an opponent? A lot. Um, it's cool because from day one, the chemistry was good. I actually met Marco when I was at Temple. He was with the Eagles. And I went, I would go and visit with those guys. You know, Barnett, Derek Barnett was one of the guys I helped recruit when I was at Tennessee. So we have a great relationship. And he was with the Eagles at the time. So I went to watch him practice. And Marco was there. And that's how we first connected. And when he got here, it just worked out well because I know this is about to sound weird, but I'm the the vet of us two when it comes to actual coaching. Coaching vet, you know? yeah. Yeah, sure. but he's done things that I wish I could do as a player. You know what I'm saying? So when you're able to take those two things and combine them, we're able to come up with some pretty good stuff, you know. So as you're facing Clemson uh, on Saturday, mm-hmm. and, of course, their reputation precedes them offensively. As you see it up front, what's going to be the, the key to a successful Saturday for your guys? Just playing our game. You know, you don't, we, don't, we don't have to do nothing extra. You know, we just got to do what we do, and we'll be fine. You know what I mean? They're, that team is number one, and they're number one for a reason. And every bit of respect they get from everybody, they've earned every bit of it, you know. But we just got to go out there and do what we do, and we'll be just fine. We'll be just fine. Gap sound, gap mm-hmm. integrity. That's you hear it. those terms a lot. How much of, of your tutoring of these players is about having them avoid the temptation of stepping out of their gap 
and just trusting that if they stay in their gap, mm-hmm. it's going to be a successful play for the defense. Yeah, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, the accountability part. Do your job. And the best thing about coaching those guys is they handle it before I can even get to it. You know, so if somebody pokes their head in the wrong gap or doesn't take the correct footwork or is playing too high, I can hear them behind me during the scout periods or whatever period it may be. They're already barking at each other about it, so I, I get to be a quiet coach, and that's a good feeling. That's when you know you're getting through to them, when mm-hmm. they're saying things that you don't need to say. Absolutely. That's when you know. So, Larry, what makes the culture of this program uh, one that will make you guys ready to battle, ready to compete on the national stage versus the number one team Saturday? Uh, the care and accountability factor. You know, you are, we already – these guys are proving how tough they are, how they battle. If you look at the fourth quarter battles we've been in already this year, you know, and, and the way that those guys respond. So that already shows you a lot right there. But the fact that they are a group that hold each other accountable and continue to work to do so, you know, on a long-term basis, that's when you know things are flipping is when you are a coach. Uh, you're not a coach-coached team. You're a player-coached mm-hmm. team. You know, that's, that's when you know that things turn the corner. Well, if you subscribe to the belief that if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. Take it from this man right Straight here. On. The doctor of the trip, the, the drip liaison, I think <laughs> is what we settled liaison. on. Larry Knight, yeah. uh, you should be in for a great Saturday at Bobby Dodd, and we can't wait to see you there. Noon, the kickoff time, 10 a.m. pregame. That wraps up this week's edition of GT60. Coach Knight, appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. For our entire crew, including our Hall of Fame network engineer, Miller Pope, and our IMG Network Studios, Dan Quartz, Andy DeVetra saying so long. Thanks for listening to GT60. listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 for the latest on the Jackets. GT60 has been brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Drive sober or get pulled over. Coca-Cola. No matter your favorite game day food, it'll pair perfectly with a Coke. Together, taste better. And by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Visit us at georgiapower.com slash community. Power on, Georgia. GT60 is a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Georgia Tech Sports Network.